It's time for more BetMGM Tonight with Ryan, Trista, and Nick on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Bucks win a in-season tournament game. Knicks win. You got the Sixers up 11. We got ourselves a tight one, though. The Celtics up 106-103 with eight seconds to go in the fourth up in Toronto. Two free throws right now for Drew Holiday because this matters, guys. These players care. You know what? I did see a really interesting... I know you, we joke about trends, but listen. Wait. Wait for it. Trends. The underdogs are 17-8-1 against the spread, but just 9-17 and straight up in tournament games. So they're at least playing it tight. They're just not winning. It's competitive. Guys care a little bit more. I'm telling you, this tournament thing is going to work. Yes, I'm it in. is. I'm in. Here we go. 1081. Oh, that doesn't matter. All right. So that's I done. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and also the Raptors court, another rating for you. It's like black with gray down I the like center. I like this one a lot. Yeah. Uh, this I would like be probably it. like an eight, like an eight yeah. out of 10. I like it. I, I like think... it. And I'll tell you this, man. Like all my buddies in Milwaukee love the, the tournament. Uh, they love the courts. People are, people, hoops heads are into it. Hoop heads yep. are into this. I, I, a long day. we're going to look back <laughs> on this in a few years, maybe even in a couple years. And we're going to say this was an absolute no-brainer and a brilliant idea by the NBA because it will turn into an event. They'll find ways to add more layers to it to make it even more eventful. Uh, I mean, the play-in tournament seemed like a stupid idea at first. People made fun of it. It is awesome. So we got the same thing here. Credit the NBA. I love it. All right. Back to Week 11 in the NFL. Cowboys at the Panthers. Don't overthink this is what Trista said. I am with Trista on this, Ryan. I know what you're going to try to do. Dallas is a 10.5-point favorite. Total's 42 in this. Dallas is fourth in points allowed. They're third in total defense. The Panthers are 29th in scoring. They're 30th in total offense. They get sacked like crazy. The only thing I like in this game, the only thing I trust, is Bryce Young rushing yards because he's going to be running for his damn life against the Cowboys. Yeah, and if you look at the big numbers that the Cowboys have had, they were a big number against the Jets, minus eight. They cover quite easily there by 20. Uh, They were a seven-point favorite against the Rams. They beat the hell out of them. And then against the Giants, 17.5-point favorites uh, as well. So um, also New England, that's another big spread. Um, six. So the one real letdown game that they had, obviously, was at Arizona. I think that was a... Total, I'm going to look over this team. We're not really preparing. The secondary did not come to play. That was right after the Diggs injury. So other than that, man, Cowboys have been doing the things that they're supposed to do, covering the number. Yeah, 10 and a half, man. That's a lot of points, obviously, but... They were 17 and a half against the Giants, and it was an easy cover. I'm trying to okay, so I was I like the number with Carolina. Um, I don't like Carolina the team, and I don't know Obviously. I don't know what the path is for them to cover though, That's right? The because question. they struggle to move the ball, and Dallas has one of the better pass rushes, the best pass rush. Are they going to be able to slow Dallas's offense down? I don't know that they're going to be able to push the ball down the field because they haven't been able to push the ball down the field all season long. Their best options Adam Thielen, and then defensively. You know, are they going to be able to hold their own against this Dallas offense? So, number-wise, like a little bit of value, I think, with Carolina, but I just I don't like the matchup enough to, to like, hammer the Panthers or anything. I'm kind of done with Carolina this season. I did Actually, I take that back. I also took the over on CeeDee Lamb receiving yards because that's just an— that's, How could you not? You just you have to. Up again. Good luck, Troy Hill. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Mm-hmm. I did play that myself. So, 82-and-a-half. I just grabbed the boring number, minus 120, and mm-hmm. I also like CeeDee Lamb receptions as well, which is 6-and-a-half. Uh, beat up secondary, I think he's going to have a monster game. Like, CeeDee Lamb is the real deal. Could we see a Tony Pollard touchdown, guys? 
God, he's been so bad. Could he get in the end zone? This could here? be the week. Carolina's oh. bad against the run. Give up a ton of fantasy points to uh, to running backs. Maybe this is Tony Pollard's game. Minus one hundred five is the anytime number. Uh, plus five hundred for the first or last touchdown. Yeah, that might not be a, uh, a bad look, man, because other than that, you have Jake Ferguson price plus 190. He's been getting a lot of red zone targets. And then CeeDee Lamb has been so good, he's minus 140 to score now. So it might be time to play a little Tony Pollard or Brandon Cooks plus 240. I like Brandon Cooks. Me too. I like how they're using him lately, too. They're starting to figure About out damn a time. way to integrate him into the offense in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Michael Gallup has been a little bit better, too. Yeah. Yeah, and like with Cooks, he's kind of like the gadget guy as well right Offense now. Offense is clicking right now for our boys. If they could only run except the football the, consistently. Now listen, if you've got big numbers and you're throwing the hell out of the football, you may not need a ton of that from Pollard, but then it just is hilarious because it's Mike McCarthy talking about wanting to run the football more, and then they're throwing the football more right. because they've got the weapons there. So, and whatever. He's a highly successful football coach, so what do we know, right? Yeah. That's fine. There. Jacksonville's a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Titans. Total's low here, 40. I mean... Will Levis sacked 10 times in three games. We're starting yeah. to now see, and I, we knew this, like we, right, we saw the big flashy four touchdowns in his debut, and you knew that it was kind of a paper tiger because after those four big passes, there was a lot of incompletions and a lot of inconsistencies, and the numbers showed you that, like, that was more just padding the stats than anything else, but the Titans have only scored twice in six games, period, away from home. Like, they've been awful on the road this year. I know that was yeah. with Tannehill early this year, but we're starting to see Will Levis now on the ups and downs. You're going to get the big boom, big arm, and then you're going to get the, oh my God, what the hell is going on? But really, both of these teams giving up a lot of sacks. Will Levis, I mentioned the 10 sacks in three games. Trevor Lawrence has already been sacked 24 times this year. He was sacked 27 all of last season. Yeah. You got anything in this one, Tristan? I, I kind of like the Jags. Um, listen, man, the, when these two teams play one another, it's not close. And right now, I can't really see the path for Will Levis covering that number, especially in Jacksonville. I haven't played it officially, but I tell you what, Tennessee, one and three against the spread so far. Yeah. 0 and four straight up in this spot. So. Man, as an underdog of three points or more, I just don't think I could do it with the Titans, even though, you know, Mike Vrabel yeah. is one of those guys. Yeah, I actually played this two ways. So I like the team total over. I think the Jags score at least 24 points in this game, mm -hmm. even against this Titans defense, uh, which, you know, the secondary beat up again. <clears throat> and then I like Jacksonville, anything under a touchdown. So six and a half right now at yeah. MGM minus 120. Um, I mean, you said it, Nick, like right now, Will Levis has been under constant pressure. He's getting sacked a bunch. He's a rookie. He's on the road in this game. You have a rested Jags team. I know they're not really like fully clicking yet offensively, but I think they're going to get it together. And I think this is probably a good spot against this Tennessee defense. So I like the over in the game, the uh, team total. And I like the Jags. And I think... Uh, you know, uh, Trevon Walker, I've been pretty hard on him because they didn't take Aiden Hutchinson, who's just a matchup nightmare for any offensive line. But uh, Walker's been a little bit good, a little bit better, I should say, the last mm -hmm. month. He's got five straight games with four-plus pressures, and he's going against Chris Hubbard, who's the Titans' right tackle right now, who is not grading out very well. So um, I think Walker's going to have a big game. I'd take him maybe to have a sack if he could get some plus money. I think that. Will Levis is going to get the crap beat out of him, honestly. And uh, if you look at – I mean, he's he's got the fourth lowest success rate in the NFL. Here's who's worse. P.J. Walker, Zach Wilson, 
and Tommy DeVito. Yeah, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, like he's. I mean, he can make some throws down the field, yeah. right, to D Hop. But down to down, he hasn't been great. And now he's going against the Jags' pass rush. And the other thing is, the Jags could shut down the run. They have a top five right. run defense right now, so that limits. You know, I know Derrick Henry historically has done pretty good against Jacksonville, but I think they'll be able to take him out of the equation. And here. let's be honest here too. I mean, this is a massive game for the Jags because this is a team that obviously we looked at at the beginning of the year had an outside shot at having the number one seed in the AFC. I mean, they're really only one win back uh, from the Chiefs and the Ravens right now. But in reality, they're not nearly as good as either one of those teams. But they've got they've got to kind of try to keep pace at this point in the season. They've got to find some level of a rhythm defensively beyond just their run defense. And the offense has really been disappointing this season. I, I like the Calvin Ridley... Trevor Lawrence connection is not what we no. expect it to be. Right. Uh, you saw a flash week one and you went, oh, there it is. Oh, my God. And it just hasn't been there. And this team is more talented than what we're seeing on the field. So you feel like there's an opportunity for them to raise that ceiling. But you can't have games where, like, you're going you're, – the, the Titans are – keep like, if the Titans – Keep this game close, right? If Jacksonville can't cover in this, that's a major red flag for this team. I think this is the Kelvin Ridley game, though. I don't want to do anything with the with the real number, though, because the receptions for Kelvin Ridley, three and a half, minus 145 to the over. I like the receiving yards. I mean, going against this secondary, this should be the get-right spot. Yeah. Um, and you don't have Zay Jones, obviously, here. So Kelvin Ridley's receiving yards, 47 and a half. I'm going to add that, actually. Minus yeah. 115 to the over. I, I think this is the Kelvin Ridley game. I agree. And you can actually get Kelvin Ridley 100-plus receiving yards, and I know that's obviously a very aggressive bet. You can get that at plus 825. Shut up, really? Yeah. That's for, for 100 just for 100? Yards is eight, plus 825 because he's only top 40 yards only two other times, and he had that one big game. Uh, in the opener. So, yeah, I I think it's very interesting considering what that price is. It feels like a Benedict Matherin 5 to 1 to score 20. Yeah. Because if Calvin really gets heavily involved and we all all know what the Titans secondary looks like and their pass defense looks like, it's not very good. Yeah. Um and also you can sprinkle 100 yards for Derrick Henry and 100 yards for Calvin Ridley. I bet that would pay huge as well. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Let me see what that same game parlay would pay. Derrick Henry's had four consecutive 100-yard rushing games against the Jags over that. Yeah. He is so good. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's like... Yeah, I know, but like... (laughs) I'm hoping hoping this is the year they could could contain that a little bit, though. Um, Jags team total, 23.5, minus 115 to the over to lay the 6.5. It's minus 120. The team total points might be the better play because then you don't have to worry about the backdoor cover too. Right. And it's Mike Vrabel is a big dog, which mm-hmm. we know what the they trends tell you. They won't even give you 100 goes. yards on BetMGM. They only give you 80 for Derrick Henry. Derek Henry, really? Yeah, that's re- that's. I mean, it's. I guess it's. Not, I mean, you know, when we talk about. I mean, it's. I guess it's the last couple of seasons. But Derrick Henry's not the same Derrick Henry that he was. But I'm surprised they'd only give you 80 max. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. They're limiting our props. There's. Dang it. Yeah, I. Don't you be doing that. It's actually kind of interesting to see that Derrick Henry's lasted this long. Like, honestly, I thought at this point he'd be getting even fewer carries. The way I know he's big and I know he's strong and I know he's built like Cam Newton, but then you see what Cam Newton looked like at the end of his career. Clearly, he's not playing in the NFL anymore. But, like, Derrick Henry just has taken such a beating over his career. For him to still be at this point and still be. Uh, a, a regular feature back, essentially, for the Titans. I understand he's not getting the carries that he used to. Is is actually kind of remarkable. So Derrick Henry, eighty rushing yards. Calvin Ridley, seventy receiving yards, plus nine fifty. Wow. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I, me yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah, I like that a lot. I, I wish Derrick Henry would have got moved at the deadline. 
I know. Me there too. were teams to after Dallas. him. I mean, oh, that's Dallas. the thing. Dallas, exactly. Dallas, Dallas would make was me perfect. feel really good about my Cowboys moving forward. So Derrick Henry, though, the last couple of games, 11 carries for 24 yards. But, I mean, they just got destroyed by Tampa. It was 20 to 6. 17 carries for 75 yards against Pittsburgh. 22 for 101 against Atlanta. Before that, 12 for 97 against Baltimore. And then the last, like, lower score, it was 13 for 43. And then earlier against Cincinnati, 22 for 122. So it's like... You've had relatively good numbers where you can be comfortable with that. You've just had a couple of those bust games where you're just a little concerned. Right. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing anything with props uh, other than the other ones and just Jags. Jags pretty big for me in this one. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is a really important, especially now if you're the Jags, you look around and go, well, the Bengals are out. That's it. Yeah. It's done. That's the thing, man. Like a lot of these teams down in the AFC probably think, hey, we got a shot at that one seed and that's huge. Home field advantage is so big in the playoffs. Huge. Yes, it is. It's huge. Unless you're Tennessee. Huge. A lot on the matter. line this weekend in the Big 12. Nigel Burton going to lay it out for us next. Bet MGM the night. Tristan, Nick, and Ryan are taking a break to catch up on their bets. Don't go anywhere. There's plenty more on Bet MGM tonight. Presented by Bet MGM. Live from BetQL.